The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2951. My, how things change on a dime. Just yesterday we were saying that we're excited for Andor to be releasing in August, and then they drop a trailer in the big news that it's not releasing in August after all. So we'll talk about highlights from the trailer and we'll explain why they are switching to a three-episode release format. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So before we get into the Andor news, I'm going to do a Department of Corrections thing. So last Monday, this would be episode 2943, I featured an interview with Alyssa Finley from ILM X Lab, and I didn't have her correct title. So the correct title is Senior Producer. That is Alyssa Finley's title at ILM X Lab, and I'm going to go back and change the episode so that way it reflects that in the not too distant future. And once again, I'd like to thank Alyssa for joining me on the podcast and the folks at ILM X Lab for letting me know about that title situation. Thank you all very much. All right, let's start talking about Andor. So yes, the big bombshell is that they will not be debuting on August 31st. In fact, they are pushing out further three weeks to September 21st, and it's going to be a three-episode premiere. This, of course, is unusual. They've only ever done two-episode premieres, so why would they do three episodes? Well, here's the thing. Tony Gilroy has talked about the fact that in season one, they have directors working in blocks, and specifically four blocks of three episodes each. And in fact, he went on to say that that's how they decided to explore season two in three-episode blocks, each block covering a a year of time so it made sense for them to look at it in that way because they were like oh yeah we've already been doing the three episode block situation and so that is the reason why or at least certainly seems like it must be the reason why they're deciding to debut with three episodes on September 21st because they've already talked about the whole three block situation even being within the first season now typically speaking when we get trailers from Lucasfilm, we tend to get trailers, especially with live action stuff, that focus on the earlier episodes of a series. We don't necessarily get stuff from later episodes, so it kind of makes sense that probably the majority of the footage we're seeing in these early episodes has to do with that first three episode content block as well. And if you approach it from that kind of idea, then the first three episode block seems to follow a particular pattern based on the information that we're seeing in the trailer. One of those episodes would be the early days of Cassian Andor. We already know that we're gonna see a young Cassian Andor, so that's an established thing. We have a secondary time period where Cassian appears to be part of the Empire. He's playing a role, he's essentially pretending to 
be a member of the Empire, but it also kind of looks like he may end up being a captive at some point. Maybe he gets discovered in this whole process because there's that scene in the new trailer that was released where he's kind of in white clothing and then we see a bunch of people running through a skywalk kind of thing in similar white clothing and they're all barefoot which suggests that they're not necessarily <laughs> there on you know their own recognizance right they may actually be being held there against their will for example and another way that you can differentiate things is by the fact that we see Cassian like this with very little facial hair, and then we see him in parts of this trailer with a significant amount of facial hair, and also in the scenes where he's running through some sort of you know tunnel or chamber where there are chains kind of hanging around willy-nilly and whatnot, there are laser beams or laser cutters like flying through the air, and that's also the same place where he meets Luthen, and it seems like it's a first meeting, a first recruit recruiting meeting where Luthen, played by Selen Skarsgård, is recruiting Cassian Andor for some unknown enterprise, which we know must be the Rebellion or some nascent form thereof. And so to summarize, it looks like these first three episodes in the first block are going to be about Cassian's evolution to the point where he joins the Rebellion. Meanwhile, based on the trailer, it looks like the series is going to be as much about the people forming the Rebellion as it's going to be about Andor himself. And it's not going to be just about the Rebellion, but it's going to be about two sides of the Rebellion. This is something that we've seen develop over the course of time in media like Star Wars Rebels and also like Rebel Rising, the novel by Beth Revis, where the differentiation between Mon Mothma's version of Rebellion and Saw Gerrera's version of Rebellion is very different, and eventually those two paths diverge from each other. Speaking of Saw Gerrera's version of things, it had been rumored and there had been some interview that Stellan Skarsgård had done in his uh, native language, I believe, that mentioned the possibility of him doing scenes with Forrest Whitaker, but it had not been confirmed that Forrest Whitaker was going to be part of the series. Well, now it's been officially confirmed by his appearance in the trailer. And he's describing things as war. Meanwhile, Mon Mothma is talking to what appears to be another senator, and by the way, Tay Colma, who is that other senator, is a brand new character, not previously introduced, and is saying that if she just is viewed as an irritation, then nobody may notice what she's actually doing, which, you know, they leave it hanging, but really what she's trying to do is organize a rebellion on the sly. And Luthen, based on his position, seems to be some kind of benefactor to both Mon Mothma and Saw Gerrera. He seems like he's putting on some sort of, you know, rich and successful, you know, art dealer kind of front, maybe, or something like that. Hard to tell, but he is definitely presenting as someone with resources, and it looks to be a situation where he is putting resources behind both groups, maybe just trying to see who is going to end up you know, working out better, who's actually going to get the job done, or maybe it's a matter of a two-pronged approach. Who knows? Luthen also appears to be flying some form of YT model freighter, and I went and looked in the Haynes Guide to see because the Haynes Guide for the Millennium Falcon also shows a variety of other YT style ships, and it doesn't have that particular kind, but the cockpit that you see on that ship is very much a YT style cockpit. 
There are many more YT models in Legends than necessarily appear in the Haynes manual, so we'll do a little bit more digging and see what we can find out. Now we see Luthen piloting that ship toward an arrestor cruiser, which is a tractor beam specific kind of cruiser. It's not like a gravity projector that pulls ships out of hyperspace. It's more just specifically for tractor beams, but very powerful ones. And as Luthen is flying towards this thing, there are also TIE fighters and a TIE bomber. The TIE bomber gets wrecked, which is pretty exciting to see. That arrestor cruiser, I did not realize this, but it's actually called a Cantwell class cruiser, and it's so named for Colin Cantwell, who in real world talk was the original concept designer of a number of Star Wars ships way back before A New Hope was released. He just recently passed away, unfortunately, but incredibly influential in Star Wars ship design and wonderful to know that he has been honored with the naming of a class of star cruisers in the series. Or I should say in the canon, actually, the ship first appeared in an Imperial training video for Solo A Star Wars Story. So not just the series, but basically the franchise itself. So those are the highlights to share about the Andor trailer and about the news that Andor is going to be debuting with a three episode premiere now on September 21st. We're gonna dig deeper into this. It's an Andor week today and I cannot wait to dive into it with you. So hang in there, it's gonna be a lot of fun. But for now, that is going to do it for this episode of the show. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.